0: Hi, and welcome to Parenting Today for Tomorrow podcast. My name is Josh Canaram. I'm one of the pastors here at Valleydale Church, and we are so excited that you've joined us on this journey through parenting. Our goal is simply this, to help you navigate the craziness that it is raising a child in this world. Our mission here at Valleydale is simple. We are generations helping our busy community know Christ and live for Him, and that's what we want to do. We want to help you raise a generation that knows Christ and lives for Him every day. Along the way, if you have any questions, we would love for you to send those on to parenting@valleydale.org. We would love as a staff or, or as pastors to answer those questions. Also, in a future episode of the podcast, we'll be dealing with those big issues that you have in mind. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Hey, welcome back! We are so excited you joined us uh, for this next session of our podcast, Parenting Today for Tomorrow. We've been looking at this idea of parenting and how do we how do we balance all of the pressures, all of the the difficulties of parenting? How do we look at that with a biblical perspective? And so we're going to be doing that today. My name is Josh Canaram. I'm the student pastor here at Valleydale. Uh, Been here about uh, five years. I worked with uh, kids 6th through 12th grade. I have two kids of my own, one in 5th grade, one in 7th grade. So we have entered the middle school life, and it is a wild time. But uh, I am here with a more important guest, and that is Miss Hannah Braswell. This is our preschool director. She's been here how many months?
1: Uh, seven.
0: Seven months. Wow. Time flies when you are changing diapers and taking care of people's little children. Yes. So excellent. So Hannah has done a great job. She's joined us. Uh, Really reaching out, especially to our preschool parents, our community, Heart for Evangelism, Heart for Discipleship, which is why she's here today as we talk about parenting in a discipleship. Yes. And uh, I am excited to dig in. This is going to be a great conversation because the word discipleship actually is it's a little intimidating, if we're honest. Uh, it's one of those big church words. We know we're supposed to do it. We're not 100% sure what it is, and we definitely are not 100% sure how does it look? Like, and not just how does it look, how does it look in my everyday life? And that's what we're going to be able to talk about today, which I am really excited about. Let me just kick us off, though. Uh, first, tell us a little bit about, about yourself as, as a parent. What uh, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the joys that you get to experience? Let's kind of, let's hit that first.
1: Absolutely. Well, we have two children. We have a seven-year-old boy and we have a five-year-old little girl. They're both in elementary school this year, so we have a second grader and a kindergartner. Um, I enjoy they both play sports and plays football Emma as a cheerleader I love watching my kids play sports I am a competitor myself I might get a little too into it at times and I talk about that I'm going to talk about that a little today um, but I, I love watching my kids uh, just excel and achieve things um, it discipleship with them is humbling for
0: yeah. me. Oh, it, it is. It is humbling for sure, and it it's a changing humility. You're humble about one thing one day, and then you're humbled by the next thing the next day. Speaking of sports, I uh, I was informed that I am no longer allowed to coach from the sidelines. My son has said that uh, he does not find it as helpful as I thought it was, so uh, I will not be doing that anymore.
1: Well, this past Tuesday night, I made it three inning or three innings
0: three Uh, quarters quarters Quarters, yeah that's the word I'm so much better at that than yeah no
1: I made it three quarters in the stands had to go out to the sidelines that fourth quarter and I really feel like it was me on the sidelines that helped them win
0: yes that is how it works that is 100% how it works I find that he's really going to miss the coaching from the sidelines oh, uh, because absolutely. if I don't tell him to catch the ball when it's thrown to him, how will he know, <laughs> you know? Uh, but anyway, that's okay. We're going to get there. But, yeah, it, it, it's that's a great picture. I think one of the most stressful parts of this podcast is trying to remember my kid's ages. You did a great job on that because I do not want to be wrong on that. Uh, well, good. Well, hey, let's, let's talk about discipleship. Yes. Discipleship, big word, big concept let's think, how would you describe, how would you define it?
1: Sure. I have three helpful definitions for us today. Uh, Let's start real heady with Easton's Bible Dictionary. It defines discipleship as one who believes in the doctrine of Christ rests on Christ's sacrifice, imbibes Christ's spirit, imitates His example. So again, very heady. Okay. Uh, and the next definition comes from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Okay, who, one of my favorites. Yes, mine too. Okay, this is this comes from his book The Cost of Discipleship. He says Christianity without the living Christ is inevitably Christianity without discipleship, and Christianity without discipleship is always Christianity without Christ. That's great. My final one kind of brings it down to the uh, just our level today, and it's from Mark Deaver at Capitol Hill Baptist Church. He summarized discipleship this way: He said, "What is discipling? In addition to helping others follow Jesus, it's doing them spiritual good. Mm. Specifically, it's initiating a relationship in which you teach, correct, model, and love." Mm. So I think really the long and the short of all those definitions is discipleship is following Jesus.
0: Absolutely, yeah. One of my one of my favorite things about that is it, it's a process. You know, the, salvation is that first step. But one of the things we really want our students to understand is that we have to. Uh, we have to remember this is the first step in a long journey. Like you yes. are you are saved, you are secure, but now you begin this journey. Eugene Peterson has a great definition of discipleship where he talks about this long obedience in the same, same direction. direction. And mm-hmm. and that really is it. And as parents, we have the opportunity to to set that course. Like yes. we get to walk alongside them in that direction for at least those those first few years, knowing that at some point they are going to have to walk on their own. Right. Uh, and that is, that's, I think, the beautiful picture of the responsibility, but also the opportunity that we get to pour into these kids' lives. Uh, and, and that, I think this idea of following Jesus, trying to just put that in front of them all the time is going to be a really important thing.
1: Yes, Absolutely. I
0: agree. Let's talk about this, though. Why is discipleship important when it comes to, to the home? Why Why is, why, it's, it's a big, it's important. But why?
1: Well, um, following Jesus' discipleship, um, it orients our lives around his word um, and obedience to his commands. And it ultimately puts us on a path to grow the kingdom. Yeah. So even from our homes, we can begin discipleship there. And that discipleship will enable us to grow the kingdom Yeah. through absolutely. our children, the children they reach, Um the children we disciple,
0: yeah, and that gives us such a bigger mission than just trying to make our kids behave. Yes, yeah, I think some people probably think that discipleship is just having good kids who, who maybe even have the, the spiritual disciplines. They they pray every night. They go to the church all the time. They, you may think, well, they're just good kids. They don't get in trouble. They don't sign the book at school. They're they're just good. I've succeeded in discipling my kids because they behave. Whereas we can behave for a lot of reasons, right? But one of the reasons that we are discipled is so that we might not just be good people, but be be people who who are growing God's kingdom. We are helping bring people to Christ, to salvation, and this is what this is what's laying that foundation. Right. This is the part of that.
1: Another important thing is that discipleship is how ultimately how we fulfill the Great Commission. Yeah. The Bible says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And in that, um, the Bible also talks about how we are to go to our Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Well, if we start in our Jerusalem, which is our home, mm-hmm. um, then we, we begin to fulfill that Great Commission and obey his commands, which is part of discipleship. Great from the home.
0: Oh yeah, and I think that is a huge part. If if we understand that it does begin there, you know, mm-hmm. we are we've been given, we've been placed. We, we talk about here at Valley Day, we talk about that this is the place that God has has placed us, and so we we talk about a ten mile radius here, and we mm-hmm. want to make sure that the gospel is saturated through every office, every home, every school, but the place that you've been planted most primarily is right in your home. And God has given you the opportunity to pour into lives and shape the life of a child. Right. And we, we need to take that up. And, and it's not, you know, I think sometimes discipleship feels like a burden. Right. And, and it feels like it's hard and it's going to be boring or it's going to be difficult. It's kind of like hiking up a mountain and it's just going to be di- It doesn't have to be that way. No. It, it, in fact, it, it can actually be so rewarding and and so joyful and it needs to be maybe. Yes. Because if we see it as, as a burden, our kids are going to see it as a burden too. Yes. It, it's, it's going to be something painful. I don't know if your kids love school. My kids usually love school, sort of, but not really, if we're honest. Uh, I don't want them to have that same feeling when I have to sit down and talk about, you know, Bible passage or what they learned at church that
1: day. Right. And I, I think the word burden is something that a lot of parents feel today. I feel like they think they have these to-do lists that they have to accomplish, and that discipleship is just one more thing they yeah. need to add to their to-do list. Absolutely. And I think that... Um, we can approach discipleship from a different direction. Uh, Luke 6 verses 43 through 45 really speak to that. It says, A good tree doesn't produce bad fruit. On the other hand, a bad tree doesn't produce good fruit. Mm. For each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs aren't gathered from thorn bushes or grapes picked from a bramble bush. A good person produces good out of the good stored up in his heart. An evil person produces evil out of the evil stored up in his heart. For his mouth speaks from the overflow Flow of the heart. Mm. I think that that is so important in parenting and discipleship that we begin from an overflow
0: yeah. in our own lives. Absolutely. I will pull the curtain back. As a minister and as a pastor, I've been working at churches for about 15 years. I can tell you that I can tell the seasons where I am manufacturing that energy because mm-hmm. my spiritual disciplines have, have, have maybe slipped a little bit or just uh, you know, I'm going through the motions, and I can tell the times when I'm really locked in and and everything is not only easier, but I can actually feel God using me in a different way, giving me that energy, giving me that extra motivation and And that's the same with parenting. yes, it, we we do have to begin with ourselves sometimes. We if, do. if if you find that you aren't being fed, it is so hard to feel. I, I always like this metaphor of sometimes you've got to put the the oxygen mask on yourself first, right? which I've always thought that is. Uh, Weird advice, but very good advice. Because it it's if you don't take care of yourself spiritually, it is going to be impossible for you. It's going to be impossible for you to model it, but yes. also to believe what you're even saying. Right. Yeah, I think that's great.
1: Right. Um, another thing we take um, very seriously here at Valley Valleydale, um, when we dedicate babies, we talk about, uh, we instruct parents from Deuteronomy chapter 6, mm. verses 5 through 9, and it talks in those verses about how we are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, yeah. um, and the Lord goes on to t- say that these words that I'm giving you today are to be in your heart, repeat them to your children, talk about them when you sit in your house, and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up, bind them as a sign on your hand, and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city gates. And I see this, again, in the same vein of discipleship not being a burden. We operate best um, from our overflow, and we operate best, um, we disciple best when it happens from uh, being in the natural rhythm of our day.
0: Yeah, I think this is is one of the key things. I love that you said that, because it, again, it's not a program. It's not, it doesn't have to be a process. It really does need to be woven throughout. You know, we, in our family, uh, I'll I'll give us an example that we're having some adversity in in certain, you know, our, our kids are having some adversity in different parts of their lives, some of its friendships and it's very natural, but the opportunity to be able to talk through it and, and because we've created a culture, uh, last week we talked about this idea of creating a culture of, of, of discipleship in the home, and because we've created that, and I, and and thank God that He has allowed us to have that. But it it is it is so nice to be able to just say, "Hey, listen. Sometimes people don't like you. Right. You know, some people you're not they're not going to like you, and that's okay because your value is is in the Lord, and you have a family that loves you, and you have have a God who created you the way you are. And if they don't like you because of that, that is not on you. That's on it. just small conversations because discipleship really does happen. I think in those. In those moments, coming from from school and talking about what's happening, sitting at the dinner table, uh, exactly you know, that that kind of stuff is it's it's just weaving it into the day. Yes. But you cannot do that if it's not in the forefront of your mind, exactly. and if you're not dwelling in it daily as well.
1: Exactly, so,
0: that's perfect. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this though. This idea of of being discipled. Uh, we, we need to disciple our children, but we also need to receive that discipleship. Exactly. Tell me a little bit about what you think that can look like.
1: Sure. I think it starts first and foremost. It's a personal commitment. And I think the best way we can be discipled is to read the word of God. Yeah. I think that um, when you follow Jesus, whenever you follow someone, uh, you want to know that someone. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously the best way to know Jesus is to read his word. Yeah. I think today, too, our culture um, is not sure how to approach the word of God. I think it's, important that uh, as Christians, we have a methodical approach to scripture that we don't just, you know, point to a verse and that's our verse for today. And we, you know, latch onto that, that we methodically work our way through books of the Bible as, as ways that we uh, discover Jesus and that we follow Jesus. Yeah,
0: absolutely. There's so many tools for that. Uh, The Bible app is is great. And I love there, there are so many different kinds of reading plans. Mm -hmm. You can, you can go to it. You can find where you read different chapters throughout the Bible. That's, what I'm, what I'm, we're doing right now is going through. I think we read three Old Testament or two Old Testament chapters and two New Testament chapters. and It's kind of scattered around, and then a Psalm, and that it's amazing you begin to see those connections. Yes. Um, yeah. I also think that people sometimes think, well, I read the Bible, I kind of know all the stories. The, the depth in Scripture is is there, and it's just we just have to continue to dig. I, I talk about layers of Scripture. Right. You know, get a study Bible. Get a yes. get a commentary. Uh, Find some online Bible studies that you trust and, and start going through those. There's a lot, there's so much more to be gleaned from just knowing the stories that you maybe heard in Sunday school when you were a kid.
1: Exactly. I think discipleship too, we have to be involved in a local church. Yeah, I And agree. I am so thankful for the ministries of Valleydale. I I think as parents, one of the best ways that we can be discipled is to be in a life group. Um, I I value that. Valleydale places an emphasis on small groups and that we offer those on Sunday mornings. So you can come and be discipled in a life group and attend worship all in one, all in one morning. Um, I I would go so far as to say that as a parent, you must be involved in a life group. I do appreciate for some of those um, members of Valleydale, they are serving in a capacity that doesn't allow them to be in a life group on Sunday mornings to that. I would just say that, um, be associated with a life group so you yeah. can at least experience the fellowship. If right. you encounter hard times, you can have them pray for you as far as as parenting goes. Yeah. Um, um, but and,
0: I, and parenting is is a lonely endeavor. Let's is. Let's be honest. It, when, one of my favorite things to see in parents is when they realize that the struggles they are encountering are not, they're not specific to them. Everybody is yeah. going through the same thing. And there's this sense of relief.
1: There is. And there's this sense uh,
0: of, of just... I think the guilt and the shame kind of wears off and you're like, wait, your kid struggles with this too. I thought I was just failing. And and without that connectivity, without that ability and that environment to connect uh, and talk about those things, it's, it is a lonely endeavor. Yes. And, and I think parents probably feel more often like they're failing than they're succeeding sometimes. And we need that encouragement. We, we need that encouragement for God's word, but we also need that encouragement from other believers who are building us up. That's right. That's a hundred percent. Right. Um, Talk about just in in terms of interacting with your child, uh, what are some of the small things? uh, Well, you know, you you talked about this idea of being in small groups, but is it also important for you to, how do you model that for your children too?
1: Well, um, it helps them realize the importance of their own small groups on Sunday mornings. Uh, In our preschool ministry here at Valleydale, we offer uh, life groups for every single age, yeah. all the way from infant up through kindergarten, and I think it's important that these children realize from an early age that their parents place a lot of importance on attending a small group. Right. Therefore, I need to place a lot of emphasis or a lot of importance on on attending yeah, a small group as I well. I think that's
0: 100% right. And then this idea of, you just mentioned people serving. Uh, yes. Serving is is it such a powerful discipleship tool. It
1: really is because you are being discipled and at the same time you have the opportunity to disciple. That's right. Obviously this occurs if you are leading an age-based group or if you are leading a life group. Right. But it also occurs in you know, greeting at the door, the capacity you have to disciple others about the love of Christ um, through your your greeting. And I think at the same time, it's encouraging, it's faith building to you uh, to be able to do that and serve your church in that capacity. Yeah.
0: And I think when your your kids see that, uh, last week we talked about a generation that wants to know why. We also have a generation that wants to see how, and they want to be a part of it. We have in our student ministry, I just floated this idea. I said, hey, Is there anybody who would like to serve, you know, maybe passing out bulletins or helping with the offering? things that we would probably struggle maybe to get adults to do because they're smaller group, We had just kids flooding down saying, Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to help with this. I want to help that because they're hands on people they and, and they need yeah. to feel a part of something. And we can model that with our service right. and, because kids do notice. I mean, this, all of these things that we just said, reading the word, connecting in a small group, preaching, you know, sitting in worship. We, we that's so important and serving when our, when our kids, when our children see that it, it becomes, um, uh, it becomes important to them too, yes, and, and when we explain why we 're doing it and we explain mm-hmm. how it helps us and have those conversations that we talked about yes. uh, it, it is it is so good uh, you know one of the values that we have here is. Is this idea of spiritually investing in other people? Yes. And we spiritually invest in our children, but we also have the opportunity to invest in people at this church. And, and as we invest, we we grow quite a bit. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for talking about this idea of discipleship. I, I hope that we have given you guys tools to maybe get your hands around that idea a little bit. It's not as scary, it's not as difficult as it sounds. It doesn't have to be programmatic. You don't have to, to have a plan and run the plan. And, and you know, when we were when we were raising our children, we uh, we had a, we were very excited. Scheduled people. Oh, we so were too. <laughs> when it comes to sleep, I think that's really important. Yes, and maybe my food. But when it comes to discipleship, maybe you can't schedule it as much right. as you think you can. So weaving it into that day is fantastic. So we hope you've given some tools on that, and uh, we look forward to talking with you again. Hey, listen, if you have some questions uh, for Hannah or or for for any of this this podcast, please send uh, an email to parenting at valleydale.org. That is the best way to do it. Uh, We would love to answer your questions. Uh, The last podcast session we will have will be a time where we just answer questions from those of you who sent those in. So we want to be engaging with you and we would love to to answer those. So feel free to send those in. Until next time, thank you so much. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. We hope you found this podcast encouraging and helpful as you raise your child. If you have any questions, send those on to parenting at valleydale.org. We'll see you next time.